The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. In the old calendar, this was the final day of the Christmas season. I can only imagine that trees and wreaths got pretty dry in those days. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, February 2nd, 2022, Wednesday of the fourth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary, and today is the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord. Now, under the Mosaic Law, A woman was ritually unclean for 40 days after childbirth. That was when she was to present herself to the priests and offer sacrifice. But this feast emphasizes Jesus' first appearance in the temple more than Mary's purification. The observance spread throughout the Western Church in the 5th and 6th centuries. At the beginning of the 8th century, Pope Sergius inaugurated a candlelight procession And at the end of the same century, the blessing and distribution of candles became part of the celebration, and that continues to this day, all giving the feast its popular name, Candlemas. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and my Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions and accompany them with your aid, so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. We join Pope Francis in praying for religious sisters and consecrated women, thanking them for their mission and their courage. May they continue to find new responses to the challenges of our times. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. When the days were completed for their purification, according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons, in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Lord Jesus, we read this in today's Gospel today, which marks the feast of your presentation in the temple. And there's a great mystery here in our Lord's presentation. Lord, both you and your mother, Mary, do things that are absolutely unnecessary for you to do. To present you, Lord Jesus, in the temple, in a certain sense, is unnecessary. Who are you being presented to? It says says you're being presented to the Lord, being presented to God. And yet we know with our faith that you are God. You already totally belong to God. It's not like God the Father sees our Lord Jesus come to the temple and say, Oh, who's this there? Oh yeah, that's my son. 
from all eternity, God the Father is generating God the Son. From all eternity, God the Son, who is incarnate in you, our Lord Jesus Christ, is generated by God the Father. Something that's still happening right now, as it was in the beginning, is now, and never shall be, world without end. Amen. So technically, because Jesus, you are the Son of God, you have no need to be presented. To be bought back, well, that makes a little bit more sense. You're kind of like on loan from God to Joseph and Mary and to all of us. And likewise, Jesus, your mother Mary, goes to be ritually purified. And here again, we have something that, in a certain sense, doesn't make sense. It doesn't seem even fair. Our Lady is totally pure. O Mary, conceive without sin. Blessed be your purity. So Our Lady doesn't need to be purified. There was no stain in our Lord's conception, stain of original sin. Uh, when he was conceived in the womb by the power of the Holy Spirit, there was no stain at all in his birth from the from the Virgin Mary. And so when we see this, it's it's kind of like you know someone does us a favor and we try to express our gratitude and we say, "No, you didn't have to. Really, you shouldn't have. Really, you didn't have to do this." This is literally true of today's feast day. Both you, Jesus, and your mother, our mother Mary do things that kind of go beyond what's absolutely necessary, go beyond, in a certain sense, what's fitting. And so why do they do it? Why do they do it? Well, it's not really because they have to. They could have skipped it. They could have been an exception to the rule, which they were. Maybe we can imagine, right, Our Lady talking to St. Joseph. If we could imagine Our Lady making excuses, Joseph, what do you think? It's a long trip. We know it's not really necessary in this case. It doesn't make too much sense. Let's take a pass. And that's not what Our Lady does, and it's not what Joseph does, and it's not what Jesus does. So why do they do it? Well, in the first place, I think because they think that God wants them to. They don't see themselves as exempt from this law of Moses. They see themselves as under the law, and the law as good for them, as expressive of God's will. And so even though they're so close to God already, they have this sensitivity, this respect, for God's will, for his law. They want what God wants. They're not trying to make excuses. In the second place, I think, well, they're in love with God. And, and love of God, just like any true love, doesn't limit itself to what's just necessary. It wants to be extravagant. It wants to be unconditional. It wants to give everything. Jesus, this is the way you love us. You love us with everything. A, a man has no greater love than this than to lay down his life for his friend. This is how Jesus loves us, with everything he has. And so true love doesn't want to say, okay, these are my rights, and these are your rights. These are the limits. I'll do this and this for you, but not this other thing. And you do this and this for me, but it's okay if you don't do this other thing. I'll love you, but only as long as it doesn't cost me too much. I'll love you as long as it doesn't touch my reputation or my health or my money, my idea of happiness. We get some glimpse of this in the way that that we see people love each other. This is the way good parents love their children. This is the way husband and wives who are truly in love, love each other. People have fallen in love. This is the attitude of true friends. There's a sense that all that is mine is yours. As the father in that parable, the prodigal son says to his older son, all that is mine is yours. I'll do anything for you. I don't care if it doesn't totally make sense. I don't care how it looks. I don't care what people think. 
Jesus, this is the way you love me, and this is the way you and your mother loved God's will and loved God. And this is why they made that trip and went through that ritual, that ritual which, technically speaking, they didn't, they didn't need. And during the scene, we see we see a foreshadowing of how much Our Lady will give at the foot of the cross. We see how much she'll be called to do, how much she'll be called to undergo. Our Lady brings, Our Lady and St. Joseph, bring the child Jesus to the temple. And it's very beautiful. We see there that in carrying out this task, in carrying out this task and being ordinary, being like every other good Jewish couple who would perform this rite with their firstborn, with their firstborn son, they end up meeting people who needed them to be there. They end up bringing Jesus, bringing you, our Lord, to people who are waiting for you and waiting for you by means of Mary and by means of Joseph. And this is just like our life, just like our life of apostolate. We Christians are counted on in God's plan to share Jesus with others. And just like Mary and Joseph, we do this in a big way, in a, in a way that we could never suspect, just by being there, being where we should be, doing the things that everyone else does. But like Mary and Joseph, bringing Jesus with us. There are so many people in, in my life, so many people in your life, in all of our lives, waiting for us to show up with Jesus inside of us, waiting for us to show up with our faith in our Lord, waiting for us to show up with our presence of God so that they can meet Jesus through us. And this is what happens in the scene. They go to the temple and they meet Simeon. And Simeon is a very old man and he's been waiting, moved by the Holy Spirit. He goes to the temple and he finds this Messiah that he's been waiting for. And he says, Now, Master, talking to God, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people Israel. And then he blesses them and he says to Mary, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And so Our Lady here knows that there's this huge cross waiting for her. She knows that there's this suffering waiting for her, that a sword will pierce her, will pierce her heart, as part of the mission of Jesus, as part of the redemption that Jesus has come to carry out. I remember once, close to the Feast of the Presentation, talking to middle school boys in a school that I used to be the chaplain of. And I asked them, this Sunday, what's the feast that we celebrate in the church this Sunday? And one little boy raised his hand, and I said, yes. And he said, the Super Bowl? <laughs> and I laughed, and I said, no, we don't celebrate the Super Bowl liturgically yet. Uh, Maybe some people are working on it, but I don't think they've gotten very far yet. And so uh, another boy raised his hand. I said, yes. He said, the presentation. And I said, right. And so I, I got them thinking a little bit about, I wanted to, them to think a little bit about this idea that Our Lady had to, had to work to accept God's will, that Our Lady, even though she was sinless, still had challenges in her life to accept God's will. She was still tested or tempted in a certain way. And so I asked them, you know, this, this sword that will pierce Our Lady's heart, what do you think Our Lady's temptation was? What was her greatest test? And um, one boy raised his hand, and I called on him. And he said, well, it was probably the moment at the foot of the cross. I said, yeah, that's right. That was probably the moment where it was most difficult for Our Lady to accept God's will because 
very hard for her to say yes to the death of her son. And then I got a little bit too sophisticated for uh, sixth or seventh graders. <laughs> and, I, and I asked one question too many. And I said, well, what do you think Our Lady's temptation was at the foot of the cross? How do you think she was, she was uh, tempted or tested in that moment? And I was looking for something interior, right? To reject God's plan or to protect her son or whatever. <laughs> and one little boy raised his hand and I, and I called on him. And he said, she was probably tempted to take a sword from one of the guards and kill everyone there. And I said, uh, oh, well, what, what about St. John? And he said, no, I think she would spare St. John. In any event, <laughs> out of the mouth of babes, right? So that's, I don't think that went through Our, our Lady's head. Um, but surely it was difficult. And surely she knew it would be difficult. You yourself, a sword will pierce. And that's part of the way we give everything. That's the part of the way we love everything. Right? Love is real when it goes willingly to the point of sacrifice, to the point of suffering, to the point of sorrow. And so, Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you so much for doing for this for us on the cross. We thank you for the lesson that you and Our Lady give us in the Feast of the Presentation. Not doing the bare minimum, but trying to be souls in love. Souls who give themselves generously for others. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them to effect, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord. My guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour. We'll begin the liturgical day next on Daybreak. It's the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord, February 2nd, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Let's begin this day of prayer now as we join the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord of salvation. Christ enters his holy temple. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I endured that generation, 
I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord of salvation. Christ enters his holy temple. This child is destined for the fall and for the rising of many. This This child child is destined destined for the fall and for the rising of many. Why this tumult among nations, among peoples, this useless murmuring? They arise, the kings of the earth. Princes plot against the Lord and his anointed. Come, let us break their fetters. Come, let us cast off their yoke. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord is laughing them to scorn. Then he will speak in his anger. His rage will strike them with terror. It is I who have set up my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will announce the decree of the Lord. The Lord said to me, You are my son. It is I who have begotten you this day. Ask, and I shall bequeath you the nations. Put the ends of the earth in your possession. With a rod of iron you will break them, shatter them like a potter's jar. Now, O kings, understand, take warning, rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with awe and trembling. Pay him your homage, lest he be angry and you perish. For suddenly his anger will blaze. Blessed are they who put their trust in God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. This This child is destined for the fall and for the rising of many. Arise and shine, Jerusalem, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. Arise and shine, Jerusalem, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent. For the sun, it comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now. now and And will be forever. Amen. Arise and shine, Jerusalem, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. Rejoice and exult, new city of Zion. See how humbly your king comes to save you. Rejoice and exult, new city of Zion. See how humbly your king comes to save you. 
my heart overflows with noble words. To the king I must speak the song I have made, my tongue as nimble as the pen of a scribe. You are the fairest of the children of men, and graciousness is poured upon your lips, because God has blessed you forevermore. O mighty one, gird your sword upon your thigh. In splendor and state, ride on in triumph, for the cause of truth and goodness and right. Take aim with your bow in your dread right hand. Your arrows are sharp. Peoples fall beneath you. The foes of the king fall down and lose heart. Your throne, O God, shall endure forever. A scepter of justice is the scepter of your kingdom. Your love is for justice, your hatred for evil. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above other kings. Your robes are fragrant with aloes and myrrh. From the ivory palace you are greeted with music. The daughters of kings are among your loved ones. On your right stands the queen in gold of Ophir. Listen, O daughter, give ear to my words. Forget your own people and your father's house. So will the king desire your beauty. He is your lord. Pay homage to him. And the people of Tyre shall come with gifts. The richest of the people shall seek your favor. The daughter of the king is clothed with splendor, her robes embroidered with pearls set in gold. She is led to the king with her maiden companions. They are escorted amid gladness and joy. They pass within the palace of the king. Sons shall be yours in place of your fathers. You will make them princes over all the earth. May this song make your name remembered forever. May the peoples praise you from age to age. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Rejoice and exult, new city of Zion. See how humbly your King comes to save you. O God, we remember your mercies. We reflect on them within your temple. From the book of Exodus. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, Consecrate to me every firstborn that opens the womb among the Israelites, both of man and beast, for it belongs to me. Moses said to the people, When the Lord your God has brought you into the land of the Canaanites, which he swore to you and your fathers he would give you, you shall dedicate to the Lord every son that opens the womb and all the male firstlings of your animals shall belong to the Lord. Every firstborn of an ass you shall redeem with a sheep. If you do not redeem it, you shall break its neck. Every firstborn son you must redeem. If your son should ask you later on, What does this mean? You shall tell him. With a strong hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt, that place of slavery. When Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go, the Lord killed every firstborn in the land of Egypt, every firstborn of man and of beast. That is why I sacrifice to the Lord everything of the male sex that opens the womb, and why I redeem every firstborn of my sons. Let this then be as a sign on your hand and as a pendant on your forehead. With a strong hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Zion, let your wedding chamber be prepared to receive Christ your King. The The virgin virgin conceived conceived and gave birth to a son, yet she she remained a virgin forever. forever. She knelt and worshipped before her child. Simeon took the child in his arms and gave praise and thanks to God. The virgin conceived and gave birth to a son, yet she remained a virgin forever. She knelt and worshipped before her child. From a sermon by St. Sophronius, Bishop, in honor of the divine mystery that we celebrate today, let us hasten to meet Christ. Everyone should be eager to join the procession and to carry a light. Our lighted candles are a sign of the divine splendor of the one who comes to expel the dark shadows of evil and to make the whole universe radiant with the brilliance of his eternal light. Our candles also show how bright our souls should be when we go to meet Christ. The Mother of God, the Most Pure Virgin, carried the true light in her arms and brought him to those who lay in darkness. We, too, should carry a light for all to see and reflect the radiance of the true light as we hasten to meet him. The light has come and shone upon a world enveloped in shadows. The day spring from on high has visited us and given light to those who lived in darkness. This, then, is our feast, and we join in procession with lighted candles to reveal the light that has shone upon us and the glory that is yet to come to us through him. So let us hasten all together to meet our God. The true light has come, the light that enlightens every man who was born into this world. Let all of us, my brethren, be enlightened and made radiant by this light. Let all of us share in its splendor and be so filled that no one remains in the darkness. Let us be shining ourselves as we go together to meet and to receive with the aged Simeon the light whose brilliance is eternal. Rejoicing with Simeon, let us sing a hymn of thanksgiving to God, the Father of light, who sent the true light to dispel the darkness and to give us all a share in his splendor. Through Simeon's eyes, we too have seen the salvation of God, which he prepared for all the nations and revealed as the glory of the new Israel, which is ourselves. As Simeon was released from the bonds of this life when he had seen Christ, so we too were at once freed from our old state of sinfulness. By faith, we too embraced Christ, the salvation of God the Father, as he came to us from Bethlehem. Gentiles before, we have now become the people of God. Our eyes have seen God incarnate, and because we have seen him present among us and have mentally received him into our arms, we are called the new Israel. Never shall we forget this presence. Every year, we keep a feast in its honor. The glory of the Lord entered the temple by the eastward gate, and and the the house house of God God was filled with his splendor. His parents took the child Jesus into the temple, and And the the house house of God God was filled with his splendor. splendor. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father, all creation worships you. 
to you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise, holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death. And opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood And bring us with your saints To glory everlasting Almighty ever-living God, we humbly implore your majesty that just as your only begotten Son was presented on this day in the temple in the substance of our flesh, so, by your grace, we may be presented to you with minds made pure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. In conversation with God and morning prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, February 2nd, 2022, the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord. I'm Paul Sadek. This is also called the Feast of the Purification of Mary. And today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, incorporates both events from the second chapter of the Gospel of Luke. And when the time came for their purification... According to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, Every male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, 
and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Inspired by the Spirit, he came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, Simeon took him up in his arms and blessed God. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and for glory to thy people Israel. His father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them, and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is spoken against, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that thoughts out of many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years from her virginity and as a widow till she was eighty-four. She did not depart from the temple, worshipping with fasting and prayer night and day. And coming up at that very hour, she gave thanks to God and spoke of him to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee, to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, the Feast of the Presentation of the Lord has a centuries-old tradition of bearing the nickname Candlemas. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carbajal is from Volume 6, Special Feasts. Mary and Joseph arrived at the temple ready to fulfill the precepts of the law. Because they had no money, they were obliged to offer up the ransom of the poor, that being a pair of turtle doves. It is at this juncture that they meet Simeon, a righteous and devout man who was looking for the consolation of Israel. The Holy Spirit had revealed to him what remained hidden to almost everyone else. Simeon took the child into his arms and blessed God, saying, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to thy people Israel. 
St. Bernard wrote a sermon for this feast in which he refers to the long-standing tradition of mounting a procession of candles in church. Today, the Virgin Mary brought to the temple the Lord of the temple. Joseph presents to God his adopted son, the beloved one. Anna, the widow, joins in with words of thanksgiving. These four people perform the first procession a joyful procession which will be continued throughout time in every corner of the earth. The procession of candles in today's liturgy symbolizes how the life of each Christian should give light to others. Christ is the light of the world. Light as a word is frequently used to signify life and truth. The absence of light suggests solitude, doubt, and error. Christ is the life of the world. And every person, the light that shows the way, the truth that saves, the love that fulfills. When we carry a burning candle in today's procession, we are taking part in the light of Christ. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. Mary listened to the prophecy of Simeon with the same recollection that she listened to the words of St. Gabriel and the shepherds. The child which she held in her arms was the light sent by God the Father, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to thy people Israel. From the moment of our baptism, our participation in the mission of Christ depends a great deal upon our personal generosity. We have to learn how to give ourselves to burn before God like the light placed on a lampstand to give light to those who walk in darkness like the sanctuary lamps that burn by the altar, giving off light till their last drop is consumed. Is this our disposition towards the Lord? Are we giving ourselves without conditions, without limitations? Lord, my life is for you. I do not want it if it does not bring me closer to you. St. Bernard reminds us that it is prohibited to come before the Lord with empty hands. Since we normally have only little things to offer him, let us pray about the poor value of Mary's offering to the Lord, those two turtle doves. Learn to join your poor offerings to those of Christ. Join your prayers with his prayers, your tears with his tears, your fasts with his fasts. In this way you will take something of little value and give it an infinite worth. One drop of water by itself is nothing more than one drop of water. One drop of water poured into a cask of wine becomes something of greater value. This is the way it is with our human labors. By themselves they are of small value. Yet when they are joined with the labors of Christ, they acquire an inestimable worth. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, And you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 13 minutes before the hour. Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Simeon was a holy and devout man who looked for the redemption of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was with him. Simeon was a holy and devout man who looked for the redemption of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was with him. O God, 
You are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you like a dry, weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. So I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hand. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you. On you I muse through the night. For you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Simeon was a holy and devout man who looked for the redemption of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was with him. Simeon took the child in his arms and gave thanks to God. Simeon took the child in his arms and gave thanks to God. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, Bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, Bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven. Praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all, forever.
Simeon Simeon took the child in his arms and and gave gave thanks to God. He is a light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. He is is a light light to reveal you to the nations and and the glory glory of your people Israel. Israel. Sing a new song to the Lord. His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its maker. Let Zion's sons exult in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory. Shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips and a two-edged sword in their hand. To deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples, to bind their kings in chains and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained. This honor falls for all his faithful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. He is is a light to reveal you to the nations and and the glory of your people, Israel. Israel. From the book of Malachi. Lo, I am sending my messenger to prepare the way before me. And suddenly there will come to the temple the Lord whom you seek, and the messenger of the covenant whom you desire. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Worship the Lord in his holy court. Worship Worship the Lord Lord in his his holy holy court. court. Bring him your homage and praise in in his his holy holy court. court. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Worship, Worship the, the Lord, Lord in His, in his holy, holy Court. When the parents of Jesus brought Him into the temple, Simeon took Him in His arms and gave thanks to God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to His people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation, by by the the forgiveness of of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
When the parents of Jesus brought him into the temple, Simeon took him in his arms and gave thanks to God. Today our Savior was presented in the temple. Let us adore him as we say, Lord, Lord may, may our, our eyes see your saving power. Christ Jesus, in obedience to the law, you desire to be presented to your Father in the temple. Teach us to offer ourselves to the Father with you in your church's sacrifice. Lord, Lord may, may our, our eyes see, see your saving, saving power. power. Jesus, Comforter of Israel, Simeon the just man took you into his arms when you came to the temple. Help us to welcome you in our brothers and sisters. Lord, Lord may, may our, our eyes see your saving power. Jesus, Desire of Nations, Anna the prophetess spoke of you to all who were awaiting Israel's redemption. Help us to proclaim you in our words and actions to all who yet yearn for your salvation. Lord, may our eyes see your saving power. Lord Jesus, cornerstone of God's kingdom, you were destined to be a sign that is rejected. Be for those who acknowledge you the source of rising to new life. Lord, Lord may, may our, our eyes see your saving, your saving power. power. Remember us, Lord, when you come to your kingdom and teach us how to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and, and forgive us our trespasses, as, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Almighty, ever-living God, we humbly implore your majesty that, just as your only begotten Son was presented on this day in the temple in the substance of our flesh, so by your grace we may be presented to you with minds made pure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's not a holy day of obligation, but it uh, certainly would be a nice idea to go to Mass today if you can. Morning Air is coming right up with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. I will see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.